Hi, I'm Bill Finn. This is the second part of a two-part interview. Now that the first half of the interview is over, let me be your Sherpa as we leave the comfort of base camp and push for the summit. It's time to get your cramp on. Yeah, it's season three of the Bait and Switch podcast. Welcome back to the Bait and Switch podcast. This is the second half of our interview with author Mark Evans, who wrote the bestseller. Is it bestseller? Bestseller. Amazon bestseller. Amazon bestseller. New York Times bestseller. I'm nope. not sure. Not New nope. York Times. No, nope. not New York Times. <laughs> okay. They blackballed me. <laughs> Mark Evans, who wrote the book Raise Your Standards, The Definitive Guide to Building Seven Figure Sales. Welcome back, Mark. Thank you for having me. Thanks for staying. When we uh, and I asked Jim a little bit of a bio about him, I realized that he's a little bit into uh, triathlons and yeah. the like. Yeah. Well, in 2012, I completed uh, the Wisconsin Ironman. For those that don't know, so Ironman is 140.6 total miles. It's a 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile bike ride, and then a marathon of 26.2 miles, all in one day. That's crazy. It is crazy. You have to be almost certifiably crazy right. in order to do it. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's... So I got into it. Um, my wife. Uh, she has a cousin. She recently won the half Ironman in Wisconsin after, I think, just a year, year and a half of giving birth to twin boys. She just went out wow. there as kind of like, oh, I'm just going to try to get out there. Ends up winning it. Um, so she oh. really got me into it. Yeah. And uh -huh. she was my coach. Um, and so, yeah. And so I loved it. I had an absolute blast. It was really a team family effort of uh, bet. my wife watching our kids or our one child at that time and putting up with me and then me training and then and then getting across that finish line. And this was in Madison? Yeah, this was Madison 2012, and I finished in 13 hours and 26 minutes or something like wow, that. Wow, so, nice. Yeah, pretty wild. Yeah, it nice. was a lot of fun. The much-referenced bike group that I'm part of is okay. called the Tulsa Spokesman. Yeah. And so I tend to do a lot of cycling. Yeah. In fact, I went to the Tour de France. Love the tour. Yeah. You know, in really? In oh, 2001, yeah. uh, myself and my brother went there. No way. And yeah, you've seen videos of them climbing these mountains, right? Yes. And they've got the spectators on either side, and they're very close. Uh -huh. So I've got video of me back in 2001. I'm running alongside Lance Armstrong. No way. Right? And I'm handing him a bag of blood. <laughs> oh, yeah, that yeah. was incriminating yeah. evidence. Yeah. 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 And so that was used in the trial. And I was, yeah. I was hoping that that wasn't going to get on, but it did. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, Lance well, didn't get to you. Who, no. who, who would have thought? Yeah. I mean, that, that, you know, that would have become But that a is thing. a true story. You don't actually, you don't see me running alongside Lance Armstrong, <laughs> but you do see me a different uh, competitor yeah. who was just behind Lance Armstrong. Uh, you do see uh, me and my brother amongst the crowd there. Yeah. So d he didn't go by and you weren't going, yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't they do that skiing? skiing, I think, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, were you one of the guys in like the Speedo and the flag or what? Oh, yeah, I mean, paint yeah. the picture, tell <laughs> right. me the wardrobe of I what was, you were uh, wearing. Wardrobe. Well, it was, it was kind of an understated uh, windbreaker. <laughs> um, but I wore it well. That's the, what you did. The climb was Alpe d'Huez, which you were probably yes, uh, aware of, yeah. which is the most uh, fabled climb in the mm -hmm. tour. And it's kind of like the Fenway Park of climbs. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was uh, back in 2001. I don't know, but you biked, right? Yeah. And uh, my performance was kind of dipping for a couple of years. 
until I realized that my brakes were rubbing for about a decade. <laughs> and, uh, oh, man, that's, and, that's yeah. rough. Yeah, I don't know. They're actually stuck in the closed uh, position. Yeah. For Otherwise. those that can't see this, Chris has actual quads that are the size of a modern man's, you know, midsection. <laughs> right. So yeah. it worked right. well yeah. for you. Yeah. Actually, one of our, uh, our, our more listened to podcasts of last season was Tom Schuler, who was a professional cyclist. Wow. Yeah, he cycled with... Greg LeMond. Greg LeMond, right. That's mm-hmm. the, yep. mm-hmm. In addition to the cycling, which is 120 miles. Right? 112, yeah, 112. 112. Miles, there's two speeds of running. There's running, there's stopping, <laughs> uh, right? Uh, how yeah. often do you stop during the course of a marathon? You just keep going. Yeah, so during that, I never stopped. Uh, but what I would do is I planned this strategy out. I was really focused. I packed a really good lunch. Um at the like halfway point, it was a uh, it was a peanut butter and honey sandwich. Did you lay out a blanket like a blanket? <laughs> oh yeah, a little transistor uh, radio. Yeah. You I would have if I could have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, brought, you brought an afghan and you spread everything out yeah. in the mall. Yeah. <laughs> well, they do hold on to something for you, and then you at that halfway point you can you can grab it. And so I packed a nice lunch. Yeah, I had I a bag you, of okay. ruffled gotcha. chips, um, and so I ate that while walking as well. <laughs> Ruffled chips. You can say ruffles. Yeah, ruffles. I mean, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah, ruffles. Yeah. For those that don't know, the yeah. fabled ruffles. You know what? We're yeah. going to charge ruffles for this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got like a celebrity ruff- talking about their yeah. names. It's yeah. not cheap. And then the back end, I started to get, um, yeah, I was getting obviously really tired. And I started to do, this was a fun thing. I started to try to do math equations in my head, like of just simple, like, all right, I've gone 10 miles. So how much more left? Because I started getting into kind of a black hole, like things is, sure. as you know, Chris, when you're going long distances, things starting to tighten up a little bit around you. I, you know, I'm a single guy, so I do, do that on dates. I'm like, I'm halfway through the date. I'm, like, right, right. <laughs> right, I'm a yeah. quarter through the date. Yeah. 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 When yeah. is this done? I right. wonder what your date's thinking this entire time. Yeah, yeah I've, what, got, <laughs> I've, got, I've got a little uh, legal pad on. I'm doing math equations. <laughs> And maybe that's the problem. Yeah, right, right, right. It's that a be hit. It. Yeah. You say you're single. I should, I should do that. Bring a legal pad to the next day and just start mm-hmm. taking notes while they're saying stuff. It's not as bad. I did uh, one time. This was a couple of years ago. I was with, I was either with my wife or I was with someone. We were out to eat and I saw a guy. He was measuring his food on a digital scale before he could eat it. And this was obviously a date. Like, wow. you know, you saw that like awkward, like, hi, who are you? Oh, yeah. I like came in with a scale, scale and was measuring whatever food he had. Wow. I will never forget that. Oh I I've not been wow. in the dating game for many years. I've been married for uh, a decade yeah, that's, now. And that's a new. Uh, that's that, something. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't. I can't imagine that'd be good with women. You know that mm-hmm. they might respect that. Like, hey, he's really trying to you know stay healthy. I and think it might work opposite. If the woman brought it out, the guy might like, hey, this is something good. The the guy concerned about his weight is never mm-hmm. is never a hit with women. I don't know if it's concerned about his weight or his health. Well, I think you got some uh, you got some potential tests to run. Yeah, here. right. Well, yeah. how about you know, yeah? There you go. Yeah, bring a scale to your next yeah. date and see you how know, that goes over. You know, speaking of dating or just no? personal mm-hmm. interactions, no, <laughs> uh, uh, personal interactions. How often are you out at a restaurant and the couple is sitting there and everybody's on their phone? Yeah. When it comes to phone usage and your wife, your significant mm-hmm. others, your kids, are you able to pry yourself away from that? Yeah, I think you have to. When we go on date nights, yeah, that's a that's an easy no. Um, yeah. yeah. Does the phone come in the bedroom? I don't put the phone in the bedroom. I charge my phone. My phone's my alarm. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's in the yep. Yeah, that's the tough part. It's a it's an alarm now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's yeah. mine too. Yeah, I treat my phone like it's a gun. You know, I put it in a lock safe. Oh, overnight. nice. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. good. That's safe. Yeah. Oh, it's right. good. Yeah. <laughs> it starts ringing. I'm thinking, hold on. Let's see it. Let's see yeah. it. Oh, the pressure. What the pressure. It? Yeah. It's like your old gym <laughs> locker, right? Craig, yeah. oh, no, I'm coming. Too- I'm coming. <laughs> when I buy the uh, the safe, I said, don't tell me the com, you know, because I like getting out the stethoscope. And trying to- <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's a practice. Yeah. Could you crack a safe, do you think? Mm. No. 
No, no I can't even. I can't even pick a lock. What's the I most illegal skill you have, Jim? Like if you know, if cracking a safe Ooh, is Chris's, yeah. what what could be yours? Probably drinking and driving. I could do that. <laughs> yeah, that's criminal. Isn't that criminal? That's criminal, yeah. right? Okay, so you say you a, could do. I that. could do that. Yeah, yeah. I don't do that. Oh, but yeah. I'm saying, okay, okay. I'm saying, yeah, I yeah. don't. But I okay. could. It could yes. do that. It's a yeah. skill I could have. Yeah, it's good. Way yeah. to walk it back. Wait, I would. Right. Could, yeah. Could walk Sorry back. about yeah. the uh, the misunderstanding there. <laughs> We're old enough to have folks that remember a time where. If old Charlie got drunk and pulled over by the side of the road and hit a hit a tree, the cop would come up to him and say, "Let's get you back home. Yeah, let's yeah. get you back home, Charlie. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. right." I think potentially as ostracized as the drunk driver is uh, today, as Jim should be ostracized. Sure, for telling me about his skill. Right. Well, uh, right in is the texting driver. <laughs> ah. is the is the phone driver in ten years going to be as ostracized? That's a great point. I mean, yeah. first the question is, uh, will we be driving in ten years, and will it right. be like yeah. legal for you, or will it be a faux pas first uh, uh, for you to drive? But yeah, I, I think that should be. I I can't tell you how many times, and we commute from the north to drop our kids off at school, which is. 30 minute drive so many people um doing makeup or texting mm -hmm. it's crazy it's shaving yeah. my kids yeah. are keeping count in the back do you welcome uh, the autonomous vehicle um sure i'm open for anything Is i like open? to party yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm down for anything P party in the yeah. autonomous vehicle it's cool yeah, yeah. yeah. do you see know. yourself giving up driving and going with the autonomous uh you know gym? that's i i was uh, as as mark was saying you know it might be a faux pas someday to to uh, not drive or to drive, I guess, mm -hmm. right? So, but I don't, I don't think I would mind. I think it'd be pretty great actually to just sit in your car and drive to work and play solitaire on your phone. You know, yeah. how awesome that's living the dream. I love <laughs> that's living that. the dream. I love that. Uh, I've got an autonomous vehicle, but I'm playing a 65 year old card game. Right. I'm playing Tilly Wings I in the back. I can't do it now. I can't do it. You've got yeah. how many kids? Two kids? Two, yeah. Two girls. Uh, and how old are they again? Eight and five. Eight and five. Do they like low-tech games? Yeah, they love low-tech games. They love playing, um, yeah, anything from teacher to mom to uh, doctor to you name it, mostly with their dolls and stuff like <laughs> okay. that. Okay, I was uh -huh. going to say sure. love. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of things involving um, uh, lines of work. Yes, they yeah. love mm -hmm. lines of work. So uh, <laughs> one, actually, it's funny. The other day, so my wife has a, a laptop, which she just got rid of, right, and, and got a newer laptop, right, sleeker, faster, all that other stuff. And my kids desperately wanted this old one. And so that's one of their toys now is they like uh, playing school, oh, right? Sure. And so they like checking in. They like checking parents in. They like, uh, they were conducting <laughs> fire drills today. So oh, all of wow. a sudden, yeah, you hear fire drill, fire drill. This is not a drill coming from your upstairs. <laughs> Like, what is going on here? You know, and all the babies are scrambling yeah. oh, and sure. the blankets. So yeah, sure. they, they do uh they do like that. Have you taken them to uh like Disney World and Disneyland, that type of thing? Uh, we did a day in Disney World. So my kids really, uh, they love the beach. They would much rather, um, we went to Disney World two years ago, and by the end of it, they were hoping to get back to the ocean. So they've only oh, been nice. there for a couple hours, and um, there's really no, I don't know, no desire we to go talk, back anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah we talked endurance sports. Mm -hmm. When we went to Disney <laughs> World, I'm into endurance sports, so I climbed Space Mountain. Uh, oh, yeah. well done. Yeah, I right. summited it. Yeah. Right. right. And, Highly uh, illegal. <laughs> yeah, they didn't seem to like it. I, yeah. Yeah, 
and uh, I, I, I put a base the camp is. there. And uh, are the Mickey prisons better than normal prisons? Is that a holding cell? Is that more accommodating? It's the most wonderful prison in the world. <laughs> it really is. It's the nicest. What's, what's the phrase go? The happiest place ha in the world. The happiest yeah. place yeah. in the world. Mm -hmm. Are you you into mountaineering at all? No. You ever think about climbing Mount Everest? Oh man, I uh, no, I am interested. There's an event in the United States that's called the 29029 Challenge. It's uh, it's put on by a guy named Jesse Itzler. He married Sarah Blakely, who founded Spanx. Um, oh, okay. You know, mm -hmm. the, the women's the, yeah, undergarment. The, they now make men's underwear and men's... Do they? Garment. Yeah, yeah. Well, they could suck you totally in. talking about <laughs> <me>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, You look great, by the way. Have you been, yeah, what yeah, have you been doing? Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so he puts out this event, and they rent out mountains. I think one is in Utah, another one's in they Colorado. They rent out mountains. They rent out an entire mountain, yeah. Can you call ahead? I yeah, uh, I, I, can I get a reservation Pike for Rainier? Yeah. yeah, party of four. I don't think you can get on Uber Eats or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, you definitely got to call ahead. Yeah, you rent out the whole mountain. They rent out the mountain, and then they put these like glamping um, tents and yurts at the base of it, and then you climb the mountain and then take the chalet back, or what do they call those? The gondola back down, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. and you scale the mountain or you climb the mountain as many times as the equivalent of Everest. So I'm interested in doing something like that, but. Like the flying to oh, yeah. Kathmandu and then the 14-hour bus ride and then the sickness and seeing right. – I guess there's a lot Avalanches of frozen human waste. Have, yeah. yeah. have you seen – Frozen humans. Frozen humans. Hard pass. There was a yeah. picture last year essentially of a traffic jam. Did yeah. you see that? Of people oh, yeah. trying to climb to the, uh, the, the yeah. summit. Mm -hmm. And I imagine when you get up there – you kind of do the Chevy Chase thing with vacation where you give it, you know, quick hard looks, you yeah. know, because mm -hmm. you got to get off the mountain to get other people up there. Right. They, I, they were, yeah, they were talking about it. It's actually a big problem. That year yeah. it was a big problem. Yeah. Like, what I was thinking, again, mm -hmm. getting back to Disney World and Space Mountain, I'm thinking get the Fast Pass. Yeah. You, know, you, you get your family sure. the Fast Pass. You pass all those people. Pass on the all the other the climbers. Yeah. yeah. If you can buy it, why not? Yeah. Right. I, I'd say go for it. <laughs> yeah. Actually, when I went to Disneyland last year, we had a friend that had fast pass stuff, and we were just flying by everybody. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't it feel great. It's it's it funny. Great. I mean, you, you kind of don't you sort of have to do that now. But then, if everybody's got fast pass, exactly. no one right. Exactly. But then there's another level, right? The Disney World, yeah, notorious. There's level, always yeah. another the level. Faster pass. So you get yeah, the mm -hmm. fastest pass, right? The right. Mickey fast pass, like the, there's the, levels for an amount. Yeah, the Roadrunner pass. Yeah, beep beep. Yeah, Disneyland. I went there in my youth. And it's still it's still held up. If you you went to Disney World, not Disneyland. yeah, Disney World, yeah, Disney mm -hmm. World, which is like eight times the size of Disneyland. It's big. Mm -hmm. But Disneyland is is so pretty cool. Have you been to Disney with your kids? Uh, no, not with the kids. No, I was at Disney World. Um... Yeah, why take them? Right. No. Yeah. I mean, it's a date night, date night thing. And no, uh, you took your wife. No. I'm shocked that. Happened. No, no. I just went no. by myself. I, actually, it's, it might even be weirder. But uh, when I was in the Air Force. Uh, it was after the Gulf War, and everybody was giving military people everything. Oh, so wow. we got a free pass to Disney World. Yeah, and so oh, cool. me and a bunch of my military buddies went to Disney World. So what's uh, it's fine. Did you often wear your garb, your your military garb? Did you work it? Did you go to places hoping to get free stuff? No, I never wore it. Actually, when I, the first time I saw somebody in like khaki or like BDUs, which is the you know the like um, it's battle battle dress uniform, but mm -hmm. it's the camouflage uniform. I was like, you're not supposed to be off base with that. I mean, the, huh. if you go off base, you're supposed to be in your blues. Like, you're not supposed to be wearing that crap off base. But so, yeah, I was surprised. But that, like I said, that's it's become more mainstream now. I don't, there's, yeah. there's probably not rules like that anymore. But back when I was in, it was like, if you go off base, you better be wearing your blues. But 
or or your i mean we usually just wore civilian clothes yeah Yeah. so i didn't get a chance to work it yeah so but now that you mentioned it i feel like i missed an opportunity Mm, thank you for your service Sure. Yes, you're welcome. Yeah. What branch uh-huh. were you in? Mark. Sure. Mark Holden. Air Force. Thank yeah. him for his service. Come on. Thank you for your service. Yeah. yeah well, you're welcome. welcome. Thank you. are okay. welcome. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're deeply indebted to me uh, forever. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was in the Air Force. Okay. Yep. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. What was your job in the Air Force? I was uh, I was an F-16 communications uh, and navigation equipment technician. Wow. So I, I worked on the radios, navigation equipment, these uh, radar threat warning systems on the on the F-16. That's incredible. Exclusively the F-16. That's very, very cool. So you enlisted yeah. right after high school? Yeah, yeah. It was like th- three weeks after my 18th birthday. I was in wow. basic training. Yep. Chris, do you remember that? Being uh, I remember from- him being in that, but uh, I'm a little bit older than him, so I don't remember him making that decision. But I do remember him coming back from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you got the hair. You could join right now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's all it takes. For those yeah. N- yeah, that can't see this, <laughs> yeah. you're lucky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very bald. <laughs> you know, now, I always do a little bit of research uh, when our guests come in. Oh, boy. And I was thinking here something Was this here. more dark web stuff? No, this is, okay. this is interesting stuff. All right. <laughs> when, I, when I heard that uh, Mark Evans was coming in, I was yeah. thinking that's a very common name. Mm-hmm. Mark mm-hmm. Evans. You know, yep. And it's like Bob Smith or something. Bob like Evans. Mm-hmm. Bob Evans. Right. So I'm going to mm-hmm. talk about Evans here. Uh, okay. Evans is the 48th most popular name. Wow, I did not know that. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I want to know what you're going to do uh, to pass up Parker at 47, mm. Campbell at 46, and Phillips at uh, 45. You got two daughters. Yep. Without two daughters, that's not going to carry that's on the tough. name. It's you not going to happen. Sons. Well, my dad's, as I mentioned before, the oldest of 15, and okay. I've got a whole mess of cousins. I don't okay. remember most of their names, to be honest. So, you're, so he's you're, he's doing his part. Yeah. Your I mean, grandparents' yeah. family essentially accounted for the Evans' popularity. <laughs> yeah. We were at like 104th <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> until right. this family came along and knocked us up the ratings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our names, by the way, Jim. Yeah. Uh, I'm at 1454. Okay. 1,400. I bet my name is way down. Now, Jim, your last name is Martin. But if you went with the more common spelling, mm. it would be much higher. The wrong be, spelling. Yeah, is. Martin would be like number 13. But Number you, 13, really? Yeah, but the, your spelling yeah. is number 8,981. Unique. Yeah. It's unique. Bottom quartile. Yeah. But you mentioned you mentioned one of the other things I was going to talk about, famous Evans here. Okay. You mentioned yeah. Bob Evans. Bob Evans. Mm-hmm. Any Bob relation Evans. to Bob Evans? No, Bob Evans. I do have one. Uh, well, I've got a couple of semi-famous family members. If you want to hear about them, Absolutely. yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you? So the first one um, is famous for some interesting reasons. So do you recall the senator from I want to say from Montana a few years back who was caught and busted at the Minnesota Minneapolis airport for the for white, his stance. white stance? Yeah. yeah. Well. My cousin was the arresting officer. Uh, that was oh, the wow. individual that busted him for the wide stance. So the I wide I've, stance. What is this? I don't know what the wide stance. So there was an individual. There was a senator, yeah. and it was known in this Minneapolis airport in this designated men's stall. And it was they found this online that um, men would go there to meet other men okay. and have illegal affairs in the bathroom, in right? The bathroom. Because it's okay. a public place, and you can't be. Doing I that do stuff remember this here. now. Okay. And so when the senator got busted, he blamed it on his wide stance. Well, um, my cousin, I think it's the second or third cousin, was the arresting officer, and. And ever since I heard that, like it's a big, you know, family pride thing. Sure, you might as sure. well almost have T-shirts. Yeah. Um, we busted the yeah, wide stance. Yeah, like yeah. how, what did he do to piss off like his boss to like get that? Could you imagine pulling that detail? Like oh, yeah. here's what I'm going to need you to do. Stake out 
throats. Uh, yes, right. and right. try to make contact. Like, right. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, that's terrible. Uh, yeah. So that's no, one famous you. Evans. What yeah. about the other famous Evans? Uh, we've got, uh, so not on the Evans side, but in the Carsonia side, which is uh, part of my dad's family this as well. This isn't as good because it doesn't not fit as, the theme, yeah, but I'll take good, it. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, NHL player. So uh, oh, really? Terry or yeah, Matt. Car- no, I think they're Collins. Anyways, I got family in the NHL that have won the Stanley Cup. So Oh, okay. wow. Makes me hockey royalty. Yeah. Almost. I didn't realize. Well, Bob Evans is uh, is the restaurant, the restaurant guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, if you go in there and say your last name is Evans, they do not offer you a free meal. What? Yeah. Fun fact. I've <laughs> tried many out. times. Try, try more than one really? state. It is. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to try it upon. just because. You yeah. Know? I don't know if I've been to Bob Evans. Have you been to Bob Evans? Oh, yes, yeah. It is. Uh, for, uh, free yeah, for the free meals. Yeah. Yeah. It is very, very non-memorable. After. What about Cracker Barrel? Ooh, How does it compare to Cracker Barrel? hard to go with the Cracker Barrel. Yeah. it's. Yeah. Um, I would say like almost if we're going to do the power rankings of this, mm-hmm. I would put the Waffle House at a strong number one. Sure. Right? Okay. You can't mm-hmm. just beat the Waffle House because there's always a chance you may get stabbed, you may get robbed if you're going to a Waffle right. House. It's an entire experience, right? It's true. I would then say Cracker Barrel is a hard number two. Very okay. family friendly, but great right. food. And then I would, I think Bob Evans is probably at four, banging it Ooh. out with Denny's. Yeah, okay. Perkins is kind of in Perkins, there for sure, so loud. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how Good about to know. Uh, Dale Evans? <laughs> Dale Evans married to. Oh right. Another the cowboy Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah, another restaurant. Roy Rogers. Yeah. Roy Rogers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Roy Rogers below or above Bob Evans? Ooh. I haven't ate at a Roy Rogers since I was in the single digits. So Mark's, Mark's big boy. I can't get you. Oh. I don't know if Roy Rogers is still <laughs> around. I can't. I, I Roy Rogers? No, he's not. I don't think. I so. mean, no, he's not around. But the, oh, he had a oh, restaurant. Yeah, Did I think not? they, they oh, used I, to have I don't like know. the. I've never heard um, of it. I remember they used to have the horse. Like was always in like the statue of his horse. Oh really? Was okay. In his restaurant. So okay. That was a fun Interesting. Thing. Got yelled at. Uh, let's see, Janet Evans. Anybody? No, Janet Evans. Singer. That's that's Sarah, Sarah Sarah Evans is a singer. Oh, that's what I meant. Uh, Janet, Janet, Janet Evans, the swimmer. Oh, yeah. swimmer. No, no relation. No. no relation. Not that I'm aware of. No relation. I would no. definitely claim that. Mm. Yeah, Tyreek Evans. Mm. Tyreek. Tyreek. Tyreek Evans, boxer. No, basketball player. Oh. Basketball. Mm. Nope. Still Evans. no. Yeah. Nope. Do you remember back to the days of phone books mm-hmm. where there'd be a bunch? Did you look in the phone? How I many Mark Evans were in the phone book? Uh, well, in the small town that I grew up okay. in, uh, 5,000. Uh, okay. Not many. We were yeah. the only, I think, Evans family in there. And that was before they even had the area code, right? Just like the number, the 892. Okay. I won't say the rest of my parents' home sure. phone number. Sure, sure. They'd online. probably appreciate that. <laughs> they would appreciate All that, All six yeah. people are going to call them up. <laughs> hey! <laughs> From Melbourne, Florida. <laughs> right, right, right. And I looked up the etymology of the name. Evans okay. means son of Evan, so wow. not a big deal. Okay. But Evan itself means gracious gift of Jehovah. How nice. Wow. How nice. Who you know, knew? If I mean, look at these gifts that my wife didn't know so, what she was getting into. Yeah, right, right. So you think you're all that, really. <laughs> the name would imply <laughs> there, Chris. <laughs> so uh, we're wrapping up our podcast here tonight. Uh, again, Mark Evans, who wrote the wildly successful Raise Your Standards, the definitive guide to building seven-figure sales. And you wrote this in memory of your uh, of your mentor. What was it? His yeah, his person? name was Pete. Pete. Yeah, yep. he's really one of the inspirations to, to write that book. And, That's cool. Uh, and yeah, I mentioned him. I talk about him in that book. Uh, and yeah, remember him fondly. And he was a guy that really had a big impact on my life. And uh, yeah, can't thank him enough for it. Yeah. That's great. Well, I hope that you sell our podcast to your friends yeah, and family. Yeah, sure. Even though we don't get any money for this. No. Maybe you can talk Chris into getting some money for this podcast. There we go. Yeah. Because uh, yep. he doesn't like money. I don't apparently. like money. No, this is about the love. 
I'm teasing a little bit when I say that, but is that not <laughs> one of the sales things that you have to learn? Uh, that it really has to be about the sale. It has. It can't be about the the remuneration that you're going to get, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's about uh, what I preach is about how do you help people, right? And the money, the success, everything else is a byproduct of that. And I think if at the end of the day you really want to help someone, well, then everything else is a uh, just a nice added benefit to it, right? So you have to believe in your product. I mean, yeah. that's the other thing, right? Mm -hmm. you, it's it's hard. I would imagine it would be hard to sell product you don't really care about yeah i think you, know? you gotta believe in yourself you gotta believe in your product and you gotta believe the impact that you can have and once those kind of three things form that triangle mm -hmm. yeah i think you can do great things nice yeah. well uh we want to remind our listeners as always to leave comments go to facebook and mention our like like us share us all the usual things yeah so uh <laughs> one thing we usually do as we count down uh, three, two, one, till uh, when the you're familiar. Music. I've been looking forward to this. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Uh, good. Good. Oh, here we go. Let's uh, all do it together. Here we go. Three, two, one. Music. Here we go. Well, thanks again, nice. Mark, for coming in. We really appreciate oh, it. Oh yeah, you guys are awesome. Thanks Thank for you taking very the much. time. My pleasure. It's been a good time. Thanks for having me. We should uh, we should mention Nina and May before we get out of here, so they get another shout out on, oh, the, yeah, on the show. Oh yeah, absolutely. Nina and May and uh, two girls. Nina and May, this is a shout out to you. You're yeah. on the radio. And uh, Katie. And Katie, and yeah. to my great wife Katie. All right. <laughs> good night, right. everybody. Good night. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast with co-owner of Wawatiki. Jimmy Finley, as we talk about what life in the restaurant business is like during a pandemic.